the Penguins victorious after falling on Wednesday night in overtime to Brady Kachuk and the Ottawa Senators. Brady and Ottawa fell to the Winnipeg Jets on Hockey Day in Canada. And on this edition of Penguins Post Game on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, after Josh gets off, sets the scene for Friday night's game, which we recap on this show, we will be back after a break and an introduction. I am your host, Scott McGregor, and it's time for the second part of our two part series of Penguins and Senators on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. This is Penguins Live Post Game. This is Penguins Post Game, excuse me. Hockey Day in Canada edition, two part series finale of Ottawa and, Peng- and Pittsburgh home and home series. Josh gets off. The floor is yours to set the scene. Tonight, the Penguins return home with a point and a shot at redemption as they complete their home and home series against the pesky Senders squad. Facing off just two nights ago, the black and gold got on the board first. But it wasn't long until the opportunistic Sens would return the favor, cashing in on the man advantage. In Wednesday's back and forth affair, the Senators netted four power play goals, while the Penguins converted on two of their own. In the slot shot, he scores! But ultimately, it would be Brady Kachuk to play overtime hero. Round two continues tonight, and you, the fans, create the home ice advantage. It's the Penguins versus the Senators. Coming up next. And that all is coming your way. Right after this quick break and introduction. Enjoy the post-game show, everybody. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Pittsburgh Penguins are recapped here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And now, we welcome you into Penguins Postgame with your host, Scott McGregor. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has 
just left the building. Let's get you back into the studio now with Scott to take us into Penguin Pokemon. The Penguins are 4-1 winners over the Ottawa Senators in the second of their back-to-back as we come to you live with our second of two of a two-part series between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Ottawa Senators. Happy Hockey Day in Canada to all of you who were celebrating on Saturday. Unfortunately, though, now we're recording this podcast on Sunday, just a couple, just an hour or so away from puck drop between the Pens and the Dot and the New Jersey Devils. We're going to not waste any time here. We are going to hear from DJ Smith from both games, Winnipeg and Pittsburgh. And we're going to hear from who Ottawa has for that game as well. We're going to hear from Jason Zucker. We're here from Mike Sullivan in the middle segment. We will hear from Tristan Jari and Jason Zucker following him as we do our games. Shake of the game. A one hour Buffalo Bills post game is coming your way following the conclusion of the Bills game scheduled to go in just over in just over in just less than a few hours from now. That gets going after the Penguins and the Devils start get start to get going see it on sportsnet without any further ado i am your host scott mcgregor so let's get into it the penguins victorious on friday night in pittsburgh pa in the second of their two meetings of a home and home series between the senators and the penguins the winning goaltender was tristan jari he's now 16 Five and four. And it looks like he will start today against the Devils. So he'll be looking to go 17, five and four with a win over the Devils at 2 p.m. this afternoon. Cam Talbot is 11, 13 and one after winning the game on Wednesday night. And that game ended in overtime, 4 3. Ottawa winners in that game. Jason Zucker gets the game-winning goal. And I'm just going to go right over the game stats here for Ottawa and for Winnipeg. But first, we're going to go through Ottawa and Pittsburgh. So the game stats here, 45 shots on goal for the Ottawa Senators. The Penguins had 44 44 shots on goal. Tristan Jari back in action, makes a career-high 46 saves. We have 45 45 of those on there, so 44 saves. 44 saves for Tristan there, according to our Sportsnet game stat sheet. We'll see. But he has a career-high 46 saves. 44 shots on goal for the Penguins. 29 hits for the Penguins, 28 hits for the Senators in the game on Friday, 40 wins face-off for the Penguins. Senators 
winning 21 of those faceoffs. They were 0 for 3 on the power play, 0 for 3 on power play. And they were, and the Penguins, 1 for 2 on that power play, 18 minutes in the box for the Penguins, 26 minutes in the box for Ottawa. Ottawa gave the puck away six times. Pittsburgh gave it away 11. They took the puck away from Ottawa five to t- five times to Ottawa's two takeaways. Ottawa blocked 14 Pittsburgh shots and, and Pittsburgh blocking 18 of Ottawa's shots in front of 18,237 fans in attendance. PPG Paints Arena, Pittsburgh, PA, was the venue, and that is the venue for the next game that these two teams will play in March. At 7 p.m., Tommy Hughes and Devin Berg were your linesmen. Jordan Samuels and Thomas Kelly Sutherland were your referees as well. Game summary for, for Pittsburgh and Ottawa. Ricard Raquel at 11-14 at on the power play, getting things started 1-0 Pittsburgh over the Senators. His 17th goal of the season on the power play. Jake Gensel, 22nd goal, 22nd assist, excuse me, of the season for him. Jeff Petrie, 10th assist of the season for him. 11.57 later, so a few minutes later. Less than a minute later, actually, I should say, it is Jason Zucker with his 13th assist, 13th goal of the season. And it's 2-0 Pittsburgh. So Penguins 2, Ottawa with no score. Jake Gensel scores one of his two goals he had in the game in the second period. At 17-12 with his 19th of the season of the season, Brian Rust 18th assist of the season. And then Brady Kachuk 1855 into the game, he scores his 17th goal of the season, Tim Stitzula with his 23rd assist of the season. And of course, one can't help but notice Jake Gensel 613 into the third period. He scores his 20th goal of the season. Triggering what you guys probably enjoyed on Saturday. I hope you did enjoy it. You're half off Jake the Shakes. Right after the game. Sidney Crosby with his 32nd assist of the season on that Jake Gensel 20th goal. Brian Rust, 19th assist of the season on that one. So Brian Rust back in the mix with that goal. Travis Hermock kicks off our penalty summary with a couple of things first of all he gets a two minute he gets two minutes for instigating it was served by brady kachuk brock mcginn and him also get five minutes for fighting and he gets 10 more minutes for game misconduct in the box so he would have to leave the game and he did not return i not i don't think he did return if he gets a game misconduct I don't think you can return if you get a game misconduct. Austin Watson at 302 gets called for for roughing and he would be and he would be gone at 302 but he would stay in the game. And then Evgeny Malkin 746 
in the period into the period he goes for tripping in the third period marcus Pedersen and then Sidney crosby 26 seconds and then 802 in the third they go for hooking and slashing marcus Pedersen for hooking crosby for slashing matthew joseph and his brother pierre oliver joseph both get high sticking penalties at 1302 Brady Kachuk and Mark Friedman. They drop the mitts at, at 13.50 and they get five minutes each for fighting. Five minutes each for fighting for them. That wraps up the penalty summary here. The game stats have been wrapped up. After our quick introduction, we'll get the three stars. But before we get to that, how did DJ Smith's team do in their 5-1 loss? Let's find out. They'll be looking to bounce back as they prepare for their next opponent. Connor Hallibach gets the win, and with that win, he is now 23-12-1 against Anton Forsberg, who is now 8-10-12. Mark Scheifele gets the game-winning goal. And by the way, Scheifele is one of the three stars of this game. More on that in just a second. Bills and the Bengals. Battle for who will play Kansas City today. We'll bring that to you following the release of this episode and following the release. Or, and then right after that, we will be bringing you Panthers and Penguins after that game goes final, regardless on the outcome of Pittsburgh versus New Jersey. So, very quickly, the game stats here at, Can at Canadian Tire Center, where Ottawa played. We... Ottawa had 26 shots on goal, 28 hits, 27 face-off. They were 0 for 4 on the power play, spent 53 minutes in the box, gave the puck away 10 times. They took it away only 4. They blocked 13 of Winnipeg's shots. Winnipeg, on the other hand, had 30 shots on goal, 14 hits, 25 face-offs they won. They had... They had eight power play chances and connected on two of them. They spent 15 minutes in the box. They gave the puck away twice, and they took it away five times. They blocked eight or 17 of Ottawa's shots. And the referees for this game, in front of 19,042 fans in attendance, were Jake Brinick, Kyle Rimman, Matt McPherson, Scott Sherry were your linesman. Nikola Ehlers gets his fourth goal of the season at 6.58 to kick off the scoring summary on the power play. Josh Morrissey, 43rd assist of the season for him. Mark Shifley, 15th assist as well. Josh Norris getting in, on, getting in on a mix with his second goal of the season. Claude Giroux with his 25th assist of the season at 11.12. After 20 minutes, we are tied at one apiece. 
But then Mark Scheifele, he scored two goals in this game, his 27th and 28th of the season. His 27th came at five minutes into the second with Kyle Connor, 33rd assist for him of the season. Nate Schmidt, fifth assist of the season for him. At 13.09, Blake Wheeler gets his 12th of the season. Nikolai Ehlers, 11th assist of the season. Blake Wheeler, 12th goal of the season. Neil Pontiac, 13th assist of the season for him. Mark Scheifele, 28th goal of the season for him. Axel Johnson, Felge, Fel, Mark Scheifele, 28th goal of the season for him. And he scores... 16 minutes at 16 minutes and seven seconds in and that and just like that it's 4-1 Winnipeg it is 4-1 Winnipeg and it then becomes 5-1 Winnipeg after Axel Johnson Fairby gets his seventh assist of the season Blake Wheeler 20 20th assist of the season for that on the Mark Shifley goal again Paul Perithietti, 18-17, puts the nail in the coffin. Seventh, uh, seventh goal of the season. Nikola Ehlers, 12th goal of the se- 12th assist of the season. Blake Wheeler, 21st assist of the season. On the power play, that was their second power play goal that they got. And how did that all come to be? Well, Mark. Castatic, two minutes for hooking, 6.30 into the first period. And Eric Brandstrom, two minutes for tripping. At 14.47, Tim Stizla at 18.01, two minutes for tripping. Kevin Stinlin, 6.08 in the second period, two minutes for tripping. Sorry, two minutes for, two minutes for interference, not tripping. Tripping went to day... Drake Bafferson at eight at eight eighteen. Josh Morrissey gets called at seventeen eighteen. Two minutes for hooking the call in the second period. In the third period, we got a couple of penalties here. First fifty nine seconds in, Josh Norris goes for hooking. Six forty two in, Neil Pontiac going for interference. Two minutes. Two minutes to Tim Stitzla. Another. Penalty for him at 10.21. And Mark Scheifele going at 11.06 for tripping. Adam Laurie, Morgan. Adam Laurie getting a five-minute major for fighting against Mark Kastatic. Austin Watson, sure, getting a four-minute roughing call served by Shane Pinto. Alex DeBrinkett getting 10 minutes for game misconduct. And Morgan Barron, two minutes for roughing, all at 17.07 in the third period. Brady Kachuk, sir, getting thrown out of the game for game misconduct at 18.26. And also getting two minutes for roughing at 1826. That would be served by Claude Roux and Matthew Joseph. 10 minutes for game misconduct at the end of the game at 20 minutes. 
to wrap that up. All right, a quick introduction is on the way. Plus, we're going to hear from DJ Smith, Josh Norris, Thomas Shabbat, Claude Giroux. We're going to hear from Morris, Matthew Joseph, and Derek Brassard. We'll hear from them first before we hear from Mike Sullivan to kick off our middle segment. But before we hear from them, because we're going to hear from DJ Smith, Josh Norris, Thomas Shabbat, and Claude Giroux right after we hear from the Penguin side during the Penguin game. But we are going to hear from DJ, Matthew Joseph, and Derek Brassard right after we finish up our three stars. So let's bring in our introduction. As Ottawa falls in both of their games, let's bring up the introduction of our three stars in our opening segment. This will be for both games that Ottawa lost on Hockey Day in Canada yesterday and their game that they lost 4-1 to the Penguins on Friday night. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. And welcome back into our Sports for Beginners podcast studio. I am your host, Scott McGregor, as the name says for itself. We are re-re-recording this after we had to after we were re after we were recording this right after the Ottawa Senators and the Winnipeg Jets game went final. This is our second of two of a two-part series, home and home series between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Ottawa Senators. We're just adding the Winnipeg Jets into this as well. If this show does not release, we probably will add the New Jersey Devils to it who the Penguins are getting ready to play in just under an hour, as I mentioned. The game puck drop is at 2 p.m. So, it looks like Tristan Dry will play, and he is actually one of the three stars here, but let's run it through. Your first, your, your third star of the game for the Pittsburgh Penguins is, or the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Ottawa Senators is, Number 16, Jason Zucker. One goal, no assists, no zero, no pluses or minuses on the ice for 18, for 18 minutes and 59 seconds. On the ice for 16 minutes and 43 seconds. Your third, your first star is your first star is Jake Gensel. Two goals, one assist, plus two. And your second star, 44 minutes, or sorry, 44 saves, as it says here. One goal allowed, save percentage of 978. It is, Trist, it is the goaltender that returned to action on Friday night and could be in action. This afternoon, number 44, Trista Jari. Quickly here before we take a break, because we're actually going to take a break and then come back to wrap up the, and then come back with the middle segment 
We're going to give you Ottawa after the Penguin game and then Ottawa in the final segment after the Winnipeg game. But following Mike Sullivan, Jason Zucker, and Tristan Jari, we're going to give you DJ Smith, Matthew Joseph, and Derek Brassard. But before we get to that, to wrap up our opening segment with the three stars, your third star of the game for the Winnipeg Jets and the Ottawa Senators with two assists plus three on the ice for 12 minutes and 16 seconds. With one goal, number 26, Blake Wheeler, your second star with two assists plus one and one goal, and on the ice for 16 minutes, 16 minutes and 48 seconds. Number 27, Nikola Ehlers, and number 55 of your Winnipeg Jets with two goals, one assist, plus three, on the ice for 19 minutes and 13 seconds. Mark, give it up for Mark Shifley. DJ Smith, Josh Norris, Thomas Shabbat, and Claude Drew coming up in the final segment. But coming up after Mike Sullivan, and 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 us getting us er, and us getting ready for the shake of the game and the game pucks of the game. It's DJ Smith, Matthew Joseph, and Derek Brassard before Jason before Jason Zucker, and Tristan Jari after the game against Ottawa. We continue in moments with the shake of the game following the introduction of Mike Sullivan, who we will hear from right before we get into the shake of the game. Back in moments. Hey, hockey fans. On Penguins post game in just a moment. It's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, makes On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. 
On the ice and behind the benches is the Nibbling Podcast, to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays. But for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our Nibbling Podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan, are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform. Should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post-game reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey, so don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. Like personally, 46 saves tonight after missing several weeks. Just how impressive was it uh, that he went out and did that tonight? Uh, he's, I just think he's such a good goalie. He, you know, he's got such a calm demeanor in there. He makes, he makes some difficult saves sometimes look routine and that's when he's at his best. I thought he was in great control. Uh, you know, economy of motion in there. The puck hits him. His rebound control was great. He was tracking the puck through traffic. His handles when, when he, when he gets the pucks on rims, uh, I think he's, I think he helps our defensemen out a lot, just helping us get out of our, our end. So he just has a calm demeanor back there. I think it's contagious. I think it rubs off on the group in front of him. Uh, Coach, not that he filled up the score sheet tonight, but is it fair to say Evgeny Malkin's played some of his most consistent shift-to-shift hockey over the last three, four weeks? I think so. I think I think Gino's been uh, pretty consistent all year. He's he's playing an inspired game. He's so strong in the puck. Uh, you know, he's, and it seems like the puck follows him around. He has it an awful lot when he's on the, when he's on the ice. Uh, I think he's got some chemistry with Zuck and Rax, uh, you know, and I think Zuck's played his best hockey here, you know, as a penguin over the last month or so. So that, that line has been a real threat for us. Obviously, Gino drives the line with his talent and his presence, uh, but he's playing an inspired game. I think he's been consistent for a while. Mike, Jeff Petrie back in the lineup. He helps contribute on the first goal in the power play. Just how big a help is he on the power play? And five on five, how much of a relief is it having another righty in there after a few weeks of trying to sort out lefties, righties? Well, he just, uh, I, I just think he helps us in so many ways. You know, the first thing is he's a guy that he's a, he's a terrific athlete. First and foremost, he can, um, he can just play a lot of minutes. He can log a lot of minutes. He recovers. He's a lot like Tanger in that regard. Those those two guys can just eat minutes when they're on when when they're when they're on our bench. You know they they're such uh, terrific athletes. They're so physically fit and you know and 
he played uh, whatever 25 minutes tonight in all situations. He's, uh, I just think his presence was spelled right on, in all situations on the power play, on the kill, five on five, at our net front. Uh, he's, I, I thought he was really good on the power play tonight, just uh, just making good decisions on the blue line. He gets a breakaway on the on, on one of the breakouts that they ran. Uh, you know, he put pucks out the net when he had opportunities and he had lanes. Um, that's that's how they ended up scoring. So he's uh, he did a real good job. I thought he made great decisions on the power play tonight. Mike, they get that goal at the end of the second, and then you really early in the third period, you're on a penalty kill with one of your better defensemen in the box. What did you see from your penalty kill unit on that particular se sequence? Well, I thought once again, I thought they competed hard. Um, you know that Ottawa's got a real good power play, as as you know. Um, it was a difference maker for them in Ottawa the other night. And, uh, you know, we try to help them with, with, with the game plan to, to set them up for success. I think the, uh, I think the guys that, that are going over the boards and, uh, and, and being part of that group did a terrific job. They, they won face-offs, they blocked shots, they got clears. Uh, it was collective effort. It was collective pressure, probably even more importantly, uh, where we where we didn't give them too opportunities to get to us set up that that's when I think those guys can be really dangerous. Oh, Mike, there were over ninety shots tonight, almost one hundred. How do you think your team, you know, fared with controlling the territory and getting the better of the shots? Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I I'm not sure I'm prepared to answer that question right now. I, I'd like to watch the game film a little closer. Um, you know, I, what I can give you is my reaction coming off the bench. I thought there were momentum swings uh, in the game. There were times when Ottawa had it. There were times when we had it. I think the shots came in flurries. They tended to come in flurries when uh, when they did. Um, sometimes, and, and, and I'm not suggesting that this is the case tonight because I think I got I to gotta look at it closer, but sometimes... Both ways, the shot clock can be deceiving. It, it all depends on where they come from, but the, the types of opportunities that are being created, things of that nature. But um, it was a high shot volume game on both sides. Um, you know, I, I'd like to believe that that we can play a tighter game, and I think that's our challenge moving forward. Just speaking for our team, I think we can play a tighter game and limiting some of those opportunities uh, at just allowing them to get pucks to the net. Uh, and, and that's something that we've got to work on moving forward. Kind of tongue-in-cheek here, but um, there was a somewhat unique circumstance with P.O. and his his brother uh, taking high sticking penalties on one another. Um, just what was the reaction on the bench there? And have you ever seen, coincidental, high sticking minors, I guess, like that? Or how often does a penalty like that happen? Well, it doesn't happen very often. We are currently hearing from Mike Sullivan. I'm your host, Scott McGregor. I pause that. I will bring it back to you in just a moment. But uh, this segment on the show, we are going to do the game pucks of the game. We will do the game pucks of the game for both games. The shake of the game, which is an introduction that is coming your way in just a moment. We will also do hearing from people like Mike Sullivan, like Mike Sullivan, who we are hearing from right now. 
And we will be hearing again from DJ Smith. We will hear from him twice because we're doing the Penguins and the Senators. We're also doing the Winnipeg Jets and the Ottawa Senators. Jake of the game and game pucks of the game coming your way after we finish hearing from Mike Sullivan. Especially with brothers. I'm sure uh, when they're having a barbecue at the house in the summertime, they'll have some laughs over that one. They'll have some laughs over that one. Okay. Time now for the game pucks of the game and the shake of the game. But before we get to the game pucks of the game. It's time for a quick introduction to the shake of the game. And with that, I'm going to talk to you in just a moment. Tristan Jari and Jason Zucker still to come. But before we get to them, we will talk to you after we hear from Derek Brassard. And we hear from Matthew Joseph, and of course, leading off, DJ Smith, the head coach of the Ottawa Senators. Gonna hear from him coming up next, but first, it's time for the shake of the game, and here is our introduction. The Shake of the Game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. And with that, we bring you back into the studio here. We bring you back in for the shake of the game. And this coming before we will hear the first that we will be hearing from the man of the hour, DJ Smith, and his men on the ice. But before we get to that, time now for the shake of the game and the game puck. And the game pucks of the game. Game pucks of the game. So let me bring up our box score. And the first shake of the game is going to go to... First of all, the top dominant goalie performance of this game is going to go to Tristan Jari. Career high 40, 46 saves, 45 saves, whatever you want to call it. Gave up one goal. 
gave up one goal in this game, and he had a save percentage of 978 with 60 minutes played. Great, great game for Tristan Jari. All told, the shake of the game for the Penguins is going to go to number 59, Mr. Shake of the Game himself, Jake Gensel. Two goals plus one, uh, one assist plus two, five shots on goal, no penalty minutes for Jake. No hits for Jake. No uh, three blocks for Jake. 16 minutes and 43 seconds was his time of his total ice time. Two giveaways for Jake and no takeaways. For the Ottawa Senators in this game, the shake of the game is going to go to. It is going to go to. Drake Bafferson, no goals, no assists in this game, no plus minus, but one shot on goal. So he did attempt things. 17 minutes and 39 seconds was his total ice time. He did not spend any minutes in the box, did not have any hits, did not have any blocks, no giveaways, and no takeaways. Going to get to the game, pucks of the game for this game in moments, but before we do that, for the Winnipeg Jets, the dominant goalie performance of the game is going to go to, in this game, I mean, Anton Forsberg, you lost this game, but I feel like you were you were dominant. You weren't good, but you weren't, and you weren't great, but I'm going to give you the dominant goalie performance of the game, despite the loss, because you, it looked like you played really, really well. And this will bring us to DJ Smith after the after the Penguin game. But before we do that, Blake Wheeler, you're getting our you're getting the shake of the game here. One goal in the game for Blake, two assists plus three, one shot on goal, no penalty minutes, no hits, no blocks, one. Take away no giveaways on the ice for 12 minutes and 16 seconds. Blake was. No penalty minutes for him. And no hits and no blocks. So we're going to give him a shake of the game. For Ottawa, the guy who is getting the shake of the game glory. We are going to give it to Eric Branson. No goals in the game, no assists. No plus minus, no shots on goal, two penalty minutes, one hit, one block. No giveaways and no takeaways for Branson. Brandstorm, 14 minutes and seven seconds was his total ice time. Game pucks of the game coming up in just a moment. But before we get to that, on either side of the ice, Penguins and Winnipeg side. Let's hear Penguins post game. DJ Smith, Matthew Joseph, and of course, Derek Brassard. Here they are post game. And this will immediately fall, immediately be followed after we give game pucks of the game by Tristan Jari and Jason Zucker. So here is what DJ Smith. Had to say 
after the 4-1 loss to the Pens. Another good start to this hockey game, and then two quick ones. Yeah, um, you know, I didn't like the call uh, on the on the instigator, but it is what it is. And then you got to kill the penalty, and we didn't. And then um, we let a guy you know walk right out, score. Um, now it's 2 nothing. You're chasing the game. You know, 3-1 going into the third. Um, you know, we had a good push. And again, you give up an odd man rush, and it's in the back of the net. And, and that's what happens when you play against uh, – you know, mature teams that that are going to wait for you to make a mistake in the third period, and that's kind of what they did. But in saying that, you know, the the guys they kept pushing, they tried. I mean, I thought if you look at the chances, Jari made some unreal saves. Um, if if he's not as hot as he is tonight, we probably get a bunch more. Got to be frustrating when you get another forty-five plus shots on goal and still just get one, and you're left saying you got to find a way to put back in the net. Yeah, you know, our last power play there had all kinds of chances and uh you know he made the saves we had some great looks too uh, you know by some good shooters and he made some saves and then i thought we scored um i guess they blew the whistle there and uh, you know but that's how you're gonna score you're gonna have to you know stop at the net and get an ugly one brady got that um you know but uh, you you just think you know you keep firing away and getting these chances that'll go in you know we just got to find a way to score but at the end of the day we give up four and you're not going to win giving up four which on that note what can you say about the play of your captain here tonight gets the goal and then nearly gets another yeah and you know the, he plays hard and he goes to the net and that's how he scores i mean sometimes he scores highlight goals but most of his goals are by getting to the net and you know you look at all the guys that score in the league so they score some pretty ones but a lot of them are just bang-ins and taps and getting to the net you want to get to the net you score more um you know that line's been playing good um getting lots of chances tonight they score um we're gonna need them to, to keep being good and matthew joseph making his return today what you see from his game i think you know what it's, it's clear he's you know he's gonna help us um you know tonight we didn't get the results i thought pinto played a good game to be honest with you i thought he had lots of chances um and, and joe skated worked got on the four check you know had some looks um He's been off a while, so he'll be better as he as he plays more. And with the back to back in mind, did you come out of this game healthy? Yeah, it looks like it. Um, but you know, Winnipeg's at home week, honestly. It's gonna be a gutsy effort. Uh we're gonna be ready. Obviously, we would have liked a better result here. How did you feel personally up from Yeah, uh okay. Uh, you know, my timing wasn't really there to be honest. Uh you know, there's some plays and some looks that I was just a little late, a little too early. Um but in general, you know, like wise, I thought uh, I was kidding. I was getting fine. Um, you know, I think it's a little bit the rest is a little bit more details. And, um, getting to the rhythm again. Another game where just one goal is scored here. Is there cause for concern? And, and it's an odd question to ask when you have 45 shots on. Yeah, I mean, I think he had, what, 46 uh, saves tonight. Uh, you know, played well. Both goalies actually played well. And, um, but I thought we made it a little bit too easy. Um, you know, I don't think we were in front of the net enough. And, um, I mean, he was good, like I said, but, you know, I, it's hard to score in this, in this league. And if you don't get odd men's, you got to find those those rebounds in, in the slot. And, um, you know, I think we were a little bit too much on the outside, even if we shot the puck a lot tonight. Results aside, on a personal note, how did it feel going up against your brother for the first time here today? Yeah, uh, you know, obviously awesome. Um, it's, good to see, uh, it's good to see my little bro over there doing his thing. And, uh, you know, I thought he had a really good game too. And, um, you know, it's... it's 
like I said earlier, you know, in, in, in other interviews, it's a, it's, it's a childhood dream for us. And, uh, you know, since we're young, we're, we're playing hockey and dreaming of playing in the NHL, playing with the, some of these guys we have on the ice uh, tonight. So, um, you know, definitely a, a dream come true for, for both of us to be able to play on the same ice together at the same time in this level. And, um, you know, I'm sure my parents are proud. Matthew, an interesting spot there late where you guys high stick each other and end up in the box. And they showed your parents, your dad was kind of shaking his head and your mom was laughing. Just is that kind of how you turned out for you two in your first game against each other? I mean, yeah, uh, that was not apparently on me. So I, I don't really know what happened there. I think he got his own stick in the face and I just got caught up in there. I, I don't know if they thought this was going to be funny or something, but both get a penalty at the same time. But, um, you know, Stuff happens, and, uh, you know, I'm sure my parents had a good laugh about it, but I didn't think it was funny. You have 45-plus shots here, and again, just come away with one goal. Are any cause for concern with the inability to get things past members? Um, no, I say that we, we talk about it every day. Obviously, we like to score more goals. Um, the goal you saw tonight, it was his first game back. I think they feed uh, a lot of that energy. Um, first period, everything was, we were playing well, and, uh, you know, our players doing the right thing by, you know, sticking up for, for one of our guys, and he end up with a penalty. I'm not sure why. And uh, did he capitalize on that power play? And after that, we're chasing the game. And, uh, you know, in that third period, this kind of, you know, I know it was 4-1, but it was like the same, pretty much the same thing that happened with Brady, and we didn't get a power play. So, um, yeah, we're just trying to put our head down and play the entire game. But, uh, you know, we played, we played a good team, and we were expecting a big push from them. We beat them last game, and, they, uh, you know, they, they capitalized on our chances, and we didn't. You can speak from experience in knowing what to get from Pittsburgh and what to get tonight. Yeah, we were expecting a, a push, obviously. Uh, but yeah, like the bottom line is they they capitalized on their chances and we we, we didn't put the buck in the net. And uh, um, yeah, they did a good job. Uh, we scored four power play goals last game, so they we were, ex we were expecting them to be a little tighter. Um, but yeah, it's just frustrating when you're like shooting so much and you have chances. Uh, it's not like we we play poorly. I think I think we played well. We competed hard. It's just didn't go our way. For the first time since December eighth, you got to play alongside Matthew Joseph tonight. What'd you think of his game and the energy he brought? Yeah, well he's he's a very good skater and you know it's uh, I don't know, he was out for six or seven weeks. So it was kinda hard for him with the you know the, the tempo of the game and the execution. But I think he he did a good he did a good job and he kept it kept it pretty simple. Um, he's a big part of our team. Uh, he's just going to get better, and it's the same thing for Josh. You know, they're missing a lot of time. It's it's hard to come back and get the feel for it, and uh, hopefully they get it fast, and uh, they'll they'll be uh, helping us to, to win some games. Indeed, indeed. All right, DJ Smith, Josh Norris, Thomas Shabbat, and the former Flyer Claude Giroux in the final segment. In the final segment, we will hear again. We were gonna, we we're gonna hear again once again from DJ Smith, and jo and we're gonna hear from Josh Norris. We're gonna hear from Claude Giroux. We're gonna hear from Thomas Shabbat. But before we get to them, with the shake of the game out of the way, it's time now for game pucks of the game, and we were we're gonna hear from Ottawa. Prior to the end of the segment, 
prior to the end of the final segment, or sorry, prior to the opening of the final segment. But before we get to that, and I do want to, I do want to have Tristan Jari open us up with the final segment of the show. We are going to hear from Jason Zucker, and we're going to hear from him. Before we get to game pucks of the game for the Winnipeg Jets and the Ottawa Senators, each team will get one game puck of the game for each game because we're recapping both the Penguins and the Senators as well as Penn as well as Senators and Winnipeg Jets. Happy Hockey Day in Canada to all of you who were to all of you who were celebrating this great day. Obviously, Hockey Day in Canada is now over, but regardless, happy Hockey Day in Canada to all of you. Petty Bluger is getting the rubber here for the Penguins prior to the game. Or sorry, prior to their next game against the Devils. So, Teddy Bluger getting the rubber here. No goals for the ga- in the game against Ottawa in either of the games against Ottawa, so hopefully he gets one in the final matchup on in March. He was plus one, four shots on goal, no penalty minutes, no hits, two blocks, 16-24 was his total ice time. And he did have one takeaway, did not give the puck away. For Ottawa, the recipient of the game puck of the game before we get to Before we get out, before we go over to Jason Zucker to take us out in the middle segment. It's going to go to a man we just heard from, Derek Brassard. Six shots on goal for him, no assists, no no penalty minutes, no goals for Derek Brassard, no plus minus, no hits and no blocks. No giveaways and no takeaways, but he was on the ice for 13 minutes and 29 seconds. All right, here comes Jason Zucker, Tristan Jari leading us into the final segment. But but before we get to him, we're going to go over the game pucks of the game recipients for Ottawa and Winnipeg. But before we get to that, let's hear right now from Jason Zucker, post-game, after the game. And I'm and hold on a second. I'm going to make sure that the audio is working for us. I noticed that it's been muted here. Josh, get, Josh gets off, by the way, sets the scene for the game against the, the, for the game between the Penguins and the Florida Panthers. And that's when we will next talk to you. But before we get to all of that, which will happen at the end of our final segment, let's now hear from Jason Zucker. I mean, I expect Paul to play a good goaltender. Um, 46 saves, you're high for him. Just what can you say about the way he battled Mr. Steenback? Yeah, phenomenal. You know, there was, uh, there was no rust, you know, in his game at all. I thought he played great. He was playing the puck really well. I thought he did a really nice job uh, helping our D out, moving pucks, and, uh, you know, he, he played really, really well. So that was a, a big part of it. 
felt that you wouldn't trust the other guy doing that, but is there just an added sense of confidence for you guys when you are in the two other threes? Obviously, you know, he's, he's an all-star goalie. You know, he's been phenomenal for us. Um, you know, Casey and Ticker came in and played great for us as well. Um, you know, I don't think we played as well in front of those guys, so I don't think it has anything to do with them as as, uh, as goalies. I think, you know, we, we, we weren't playing as, as well as we could have defensively, but tonight it was great to have him back. I thought that he played great moving pucks, and, you know, it was just good to have him back. And what about yourself? I mean, just what does it mean to you to continue scoring goals and still be on a strong season? Yeah, I'm trying to just contribute. You know, I, I think our line's been, been uh, you know, trying to make a difference every game. And, um, you know, it's not always that easy. But, uh, you know, Gino and Rack's been playing great. Um, and it's just been nice to help produce and, and uh, hopefully help win games. I don't know if game is to assess, but how would you assess this one with, you know, not as much, especially play? Yeah, it was way, way more flow offensively. Or, I mean, not offensively, five on five, you know, just as, uh, you know, without that many, that many power plays and penalty kills. So, I thought it was better flow. We were able to get to our game a little bit more. And, um, you know, in Ottawa, I thought it was just so much special teams. It was hard to get a flow five on five and hard to kind of get to our game. So tonight, that was much better. And um, the game we need to, you know, carry into uh, New Jersey on Sunday. Scoring goals as much as you do? Probably. Uh, you know, it's just fun. You know, it, it, scoring goals is why you play the game. And, um, you know, winning games, winning cups, I mean, that's that's the goal, you know, out here. So for me, you know, I know scoring goals helps win games. That means you're going to hopefully win a cup later on. So for me, it's just been a lot of fun. But I, I got to give credit to Gino and Rax and the rest of my teammates. They're the ones that helped me do this. That's Jason Zucker. And up next, we are going to hear from Tristan Jari as we bring you into the final segment. Before we bring you Tristan Jari, though, and our final segment, we are going to take a break. But before we take a break, time to wrap up the game pucks of the game with the recipients from both the Senators and the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg 5-1 winners over the Senators here. So we're going to start on their side and the game puck recipient with one goal given up with 25 saves. On 26 shots. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Connor Hollebach. 96, sorry, 962 save percentage, 59 minutes played. You are the recipient, Connor, of your team's game puck of the game. And we're actually going to hear from a goaltender in a little bit before we hear from the Ottawa side to wrap us up here in the final segment. Speaking of that, Ottawa's goaltender, Anton Forsberg, who I gave a pick-me-up dominant goalie performance of the game, 25 saves on 30 shots, 833 save percentage, 59 minutes played, gave up five goals. Anton Forsberg is a recipient for the Senators. Back in moments. With the look ahead for Ottawa and Winnipeg and Pittsburgh in moments. And when we return, Tristan Jari leading the way in, followed by DJ Smith, Thomas Shabbat, 
Josh Norris lead before him, and then Claude Giroux to lead us into the final segment. Back in moments on Penguins postgame as we wrap up. But before we wrap up this middle segment, big, big news here for a second. The Penguins have up. The Penguins have activated a few people. In their, the Penguins have activated a few people prior to this game. And it looks like it could be, it looks like it could be Damar Hamlin, a Damar Hamlin sighting. Yes, Damar Hamlin could be in the building. To listen to watch the Buffalo Bills battle the Cincinnati Bengals. If Buffalo wins, it's a it's Kansas City and Buffalo in a neutral site, Atlanta or Arizona, wherever it's gonna be. And the man that's been activated for the Pittsburgh Penguins is Ryan Paling. He has been activated from the injured reserve. So it looks like he could play today. Christopher Letang could could also be on the move to be coming back. But we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. All right. Back in moments with Tristan Jari leading us in to the final segment. Then we've got we've got on tap DJ Smith, Josh Norris, Thomas Shabbat, and Claude Giroux. All coming up after this quick break. Back in moments. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit HTTP colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Crystal, you're pretty confident from the get-go tonight. Did it feel that way? Yeah, I thought I was seeing the puck well and it kind of I guess it helps to get that many shots early and just to handle the steal game and just to get pucks on you. How are you feeling after 40-some shot saves? Well rested. <laughs> uh, I've had a little bit of time off, so obviously it's it's never easy having to watch games, and it's, it's never easy having to watch guys go out every night and give it their all, and you can't be out there with them. Same amount of shots I think allowed you to kind of step right in and get back to the way. Uh, I think just being able to get your time back, being able to do everything you can in the gym, I think that all sets up for your return. I think being able to be in good shape just to mentally be prepared for what might be coming, and I think that helps a lot. Thank you, Ali. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
fairly aggressive tonight, whether it's face or shot or there's that one instance on the PK where you have to kind of play the puck down ice with a couple guys. Feel more aggressive observation. I think that's just not playing for a while. I think you kind of you lose your timing here and there, and you kind of lose your your game flow a little bit, especially with uh, the way things are. We don't practice very much right now, just with the way scheduling is. So wasn't actually able to get into a team practice before coming back. So I think just being able to uh, just get into a game, get back into the game flow, and get back into things, I think, helps a little bit. Charles, what do you think helped the team be successful? I know you weren't in the last time, but they were perfect tonight. Just reading loud helped a lot of that success. Uh, I think we uh, pay attention to the details. I think we're going to pucks, uh, pucks down deep. And I think when we do that, I think we're able to change and cir circulate through some guys. And I think that helps us stay fresh. So if there is a rebound or if it is an extended shift, guys are in the right spot. And it helps a lot when uh, we're defending hard. Happy to have Jack Petrie back in the lineup. Definitely. He, he's, uh, he helps our team. And uh, you see the things he does well all game. And especially he helps our power play too. That's Tristan Jari after the game. Coming up right now before we get to our look ahead for Winnipeg and Ottawa and Pittsburgh. It is now time to hear Josh Norris, DJ Smith, Thomas Shabbat, and Claude Giroux before we get to the look ahead. So let's send it over to DJ Smith. I am your host, Scott McGregor, and welcome back to Pittsburgh Penguins postgame on Sports for Beginners of the Podcast. We may give you a postgame show of the Penguins and Devils, but if not, we're talking to you right after the game goes final between goes final between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Florida Panthers. Enough said. Let's give it a let's hand it over to Ottawa for Josh Norris, DJ Smith, Thomas Shabbat, and Claude Giroux. Well, undisciplined. Can't give them seven power plays. And when you do that on a back-to-back, -back, you're, you're using all your guys. and You're getting guys out of rhythm. Um, that's a real good team, one of the best teams in the league, one of the best teams we played, and we gave them seven power plays. Um, and then we've got some guys that just, you know, uh, bad changes, turnovers uh, against that team. There's a certain way you got to play. It's 3-1, you know, and, and we have a bad change. It's 4-1, game's over, and then whatever happens at the end. But, you know. And we got to find ways to score, you know, one goal, um, you know, five on five, you know, give them credit, but, but you got to find ways to score. I, you know what, to be honest, through first period, we had a lot of emotion. I, I the penalties, I thought we played well, you know, that, that shift in the second period where Schmott loses a stick and ends up at the back of the net. Um, you know, that, that sets us back, but you know, we had plenty of chances, rush chances, you know, and we didn't capitalize. And, you know, it could be a, a two-one game, but the third period, you, you know, you've got to keep grinding and grinding and grinding. And you know, they took advantage of our bad penalties, 
and uh, eventually it's 5-1. Well, yeah, just, you know, that's the second best penalty killing unit in the league. You know, when you give them a different look, you know, Brady had a great A look in the, in the uh, slot there. Um, you know, and we missed the net. So it's, you know, obviously it's a pre-scout. They wouldn't be ready for that. Um, but we only got one power play. What would your message be to the guys after it? Well, it'll be a day off tomorrow, but the message is going to be it's it's there's only one way to win in this league, and it's to grind. You got to play off the four check. You got to track, and then you got to get to the net offensively. It doesn't matter how much skill you have. You look at the goals they scored other than maybe the last one. Um, Wheeler goes to the net. You have to be at the net. And the one guy that scores pretty consistently for us is Brady, and he goes to the net. And, you know, right now when you look at it, there's not enough guys that get to the net for whatever reason. Um and, and, it, and it's not easy to get there. Other teams, D, are good. They're going to hold you off the goalie. And if you want to score, you got to get to the net. Did you shuffle top six? Message? Well, we're going to shuffle that to the top nine. You know, that we, I mean, there's guys that are minus every night. And and, and that, that just can't continue. That's that's on me for allowing, um, you know, them to keep playing together, you know, or, or certain guys to play together. And if you're getting scored on, it's not working. So we're gonna we're gonna put a worker on every line, and uh, we're gonna grind our way out of this. Yeah, um, you know, I don't know how much you can expect for him. Three games and four nights just returning, um, but he's skating like he should, and, and and everything's there. I think the day off and some practice, he'll be all right. Um, you know, and, and we're gonna get a fresh look and start to. And put some some groups together that that really want to check, um, because it's, no matter who you play in this league, there's good players. What's the challenge for you as a coach in seeing the way this team's consistency or lack thereof on different nights? Well, some nights it's it's young mistakes. Um, you know, tonight our D were under siege, and and that's a as good a top six forwards as we've seen in the league, you know, as they're coming over and they forechecked us. So you think they're a rush team, but really they put it in and forechecked us and worked and worked and we, and we had a real tough time breaking out. And, um, you know, the consistency for me is just in the way we play. Our best stretch of the year is when we're forechecking and we're hemming people in much like they did to us. Um, you know, and our worst stretch of the year is when we're playing rush hockey and you're turning pucks over. So we know, the way we have to play and we know the way we have to work and there's only one way out of this josh obviously you needed to stay out of the penalty box here tonight to especially in the second game back to um yeah i mean it's a no-brainer um whether they were penalties or not i think um you can't treat yourself like that so it was uh yeah just gonna stay out of the box tj mentioned you might switch up the forward lines i know you're just kind of back in the lineup but just your thought on maybe just reshuffling some of the lines in the top six or top nine to yeah i don't know i mean it's it's not my responsibility that's dj's and um whoever i play with it's uh totally up to him and i know the other guys feel the same way too so you just gotta do the best with uh whatever combinations you possess four nights for you okay. yeah i feel good yeah i mean uh back to backs are obviously pretty tough but i mean i'm pretty fresh i've had a lot of rest so uh yeah i feel good get middle uh pretty quick since getting back to life is that pretty yeah, back here. No, I'm saying, yeah, but, um, I don't know. I mean, um, I you know some some good chances the first couple of games, and obviously it's nice to get rewarded, but it's not, um, you know, the end goal for me. I think the end goal is just you know playing well and and um, 
you know, contributing every night and, and every period and every shift. And, um, obviously playing with two really good players too. So it makes it a lot easier. And, and, um, yeah, I, I enjoy playing with those guys. It's like the chatter or the message that's, that takes place. Yeah, so. uh, nothing. Right now, uh, uh, tough losses. Uh, it's not good. I mean, everyone, no one's happy right now. Everybody's mad, but, um, I mean, it's 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 a game of hockey, and and they were the better team tonight, and that's it. Put your finger on just I'm just in the last two games in particular, Pittsburgh last night, Winnipeg tonight. Is there one particular commonality or is a common thread almost between those two games, in your opinion? Um, I mean, uh, we we had chances. I think both games, and maybe say last night Pittsburgh, maybe played a good game, Jerry. But I mean, um, I think we just we. We didn't find a way to put them in the back of the net when it was time to to do so. And I mean, every team goes through that. We're not the only ones here. It's, uh, but no, I think that'd be that'd be one of the things. Is there any similar issues coming up every game or different? That would characterize. I mean, I think I think every game's different. I don't think you can say that um, every game is the same issue. I think every game uh, is different. Some games might be uh, just us turning the puck over sometimes it's just uh mistakes that happen but you know what we it's 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 not good for for the whole group <laughs> looking the power play you and to bring it uh kind of moving around at norris and sanderson uh, just your thoughts and just maybe trying to give a different look to the yeah i think we did we uh obviously we we weren't going early in the game and uh try to mix things up a little bit and See, we, we still we didn't find the back of the net still, but um, I think at that point they they were just trying to try something different. Well, is there is there anything in the last two games, last night in Pittsburgh, tonight in Winnipeg, that you felt like right? Well, we definitely know we can play better, and uh, you know, trying to trying to wrap my head around what happened tonight, and we got some. Times during the game that we played good, and sometimes we didn't, and uh, I came back at us. This feels like the, the most frustrating this group has been. Is that a fair characterization on, on our part to look on the outside looking in after these two losses? It feels like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, where we were in the standings, and we're looking like we're going the right direction, and then uh, you know, in Pittsburgh, we didn't obviously didn't play well, and tonight back to back, we just. You, either you have legs or not, it doesn't matter. You got to find a way to uh, to play your best. And DJ was saying discipline, discrimination, to make kind of, you know, just penalties. I guess just attention to detail. How did you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, anytime we had momentum during the game, we would uh, take a penalty, and uh, you know they have a good power play. So it's uh, uh, you go back on your heels and you're playing defense. So uh, that, that that definitely killed our momentum tonight. Did you also alluded to the fact there might he might change up the lines a little bit just to just for a different look? And I'm just wondering from your perspective, is that something that, that might help the group right now? Just that just different looks, just different combinations. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, obviously tonight wasn't great, and you know that's that's up to him and whatever the lines are. We're uh, uh, we're gonna have to figure it out and uh, start winning some hockey games here. Gonna have to start winning some hockey games. Okay. Well, my friends, it is that time of the day. It is that time of the day 
Obviously, the Penguins are getting ready right now to battle. Welcome back to our post-game show, Penguins and, of course, Ottawa. It is our final segment of the show, Ottawa and the Penguins, as well as Ottawa and the Winnipeg Jets. We are now looking ahead to what is coming up for both sides, Ottawa 4-1 Ottawa losing 4-1 to the Penguins on Friday night, and then 5-1 on Hockey Day in Canada to the Winnipeg Jets. We're going to start now by going over what's coming up for the Pittsburgh Penguins, regardless of their 2 o'clock start against the Devils, which is coming up next. They will battle the Devils coming up next at 2 p.m. You can see it on Sportsnet. You can also see their 24th, their January 24th matchup against the Florida Panthers on Sportsnet at 7 p.m. They will battle in the nation's capital of Washington at 7 p.m. on January 26th. You can see that on Sportsnet now premium. They have the San Jose Sharks in town on January 28th at 7 p.m. to wrap up their to wrap up their January schedule. February 7th, they battle the Avalanche in Pittsburgh. Stay tuned for some updates on when we will have post-game shows for those for Penguins post-game. We will have some post-game shows for them or for the we will have a post-game show for the Florida Panthers game. For the Ottawa Senators. Fresh off their back-to-back, they are back. They are back at it at home on January 25th to play the New York Islanders. You can see it on Sportsnet One. The Battle of Ontario for Maple Leaf post game is what we're going to have it for. Will be on January 27th at 7 p.m. That will be part of a back-to-back with the Ottawa Senators taking on the. Montreal Canadiens, January 28th at 7 p.m. as well. January 31st, to wrap up January, they battle the Canadiens again, but this time in Montreal on January 31st. And then on February 11th at 12.30, the Senators battle the the Oilers at 12.30. Oilers. Senators looking to bounce back from back-to-back losses. The Penguins looking to keep the win streak going after beating the Ottawa Senators in the second game of their home-and-home series. For Winnipeg, tonight they battle the Jet. They the the Jets battle the Flyers. Then they will battle in Nashville at 8 p.m. on January 24th. They will battle the Predators. Then the Sabres are in town January 26th at 8 p.m. That's another puck drop, 8 p.m. 7 p.m., the Flyers are in town, are in Winnipeg. And that's actually who they play tonight in Philadelphia. So they'll be back to them in moments. And then January 30th. The Jets play the Blues. 
at to wrap up their January schedule at 8 p.m. They play the Blues. Well, my friends, that does it for this post-game show. Thank you so much for listening to our post-game show. Hopefully, we were able to get everything up there. It's the Penguins and the Devils coming up next on Sportsnet. And coming up next, we won't have it for we won't have it post game for you but we will have a little bit to talk about that to talk about that game prior to the end of the game against the Florida Panthers let's go pens maybe we get a shake of the game maybe we get some shakes from Jake half off on Monday we'll see have a great have a great week everybody. We will talk to you after the next Penguins game. But before I go, I'll sign off by saying that you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast and I am your host Scott McGregor saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Penguins game. So long for now. Reminder, that will be after the Penguins and the Panthers go head-to-head and it goes final. Buffalo Bills postgame coming up after the Bills game. So, Bills Mafia, where are you repping the team from? Let us know. It's the Bills and the Bengals coming up. And we'll have postgame show for you right after it goes final. Stay tuned for one-hour Bills postgame divisional edition coming your way after that game goes final. See you around, Penguins fans, and let's go Pens! Thank you for tuning in to Sports for Beginners, the podcast with your host, Scott McGregor, for the post-game show slash pre-game show, which always comes before the post-game show. Now remember, fans, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports for beginners podcast. Send a message to anchor.fm slash scott-mcgregor-sports and follow Scott at scottmcgregor3 on Twitter. Let us know what you think about the show. A rating and a review would be nice. But thank you once again for joining us on this podcast for the post-game show. And remember, before the puck drops, before they kick off, before they tip off, before they throw the first pitch, we bring to you the pregame show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. <laughs>